0: What is nothing, and what is something? Hi, I'm Rick Prescott, and welcome to Something From Nothing. Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Something From Nothing. And we need to, before we get too far into this, just define a few terms and concepts. Oh, I know that sounds boring and scary, but we'll try and make it as interesting as possible.
1: (laughs) ¶¶
0: So I want to get started by talking about um, the uh, old thought experiment. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, does it make a sound? Which may seem like a little bit of a weird place to start, um, but... What interests me about that is that it'll lead to all kinds of discussions uh, where, oh, yes, that has to make a sound because blah, 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 this. And, oh, no, no, it couldn't possibly make a sound because blah, blah, blah. Everybody will come down. It feels like a kind of thing that you could come down either way on. But what's interesting to me about it is that it turns on the definition of the word sound. Um, and uh, as so many little brain teasers do, there's just two different ways, or at least two different ways of interpreting that, and that's where the fun comes from. So let's take the fun out of it, shall we? (laughs) Um, Because when you define sound, the word sound, uh, as a series of vibrations in the air, um, you get one answer to the question. The answer is, at that point, obviously, yes, the tree falling does generate um, vibrations in the air which if someone were there you know could be heard and um, those are just part of a tree falling that's just how it works so if you define sound that way well then yes the tree falling does make a sound however another way to define that would be to say um, sound isn't sound until it is it hits an eardrum uh, or it hits some sort of diaphragm or something that it can uh, that can process it It can make sense of it Uh, and that requires a person and you might even say might even go one step further and say well it's not actually a sound until there's somebody who says hey i heard that tree fall and that uh you know those are two very valid ways of interpreting this but two very different ways of understanding sound is sound the vibrations in the air or is sound the uh vibrations in the diaphragm in the ear uh, the eardrum uh, to uh, convert that those waves into electrical impulses or is sound the what what the person perceives is the sound what goes into the brain now if, if you you can talk about it many different ways but it comes down to those different things and until we define a sound we can't really actually even say you know whether the the tree makes a sound or not if you formulate it this way in the in the spirit of taking the fun out of it, if a tree falls in the woods, does it create vibrations in the air that someone might, some eardrum might convert into electrical signal that a person could understand as the sound of a tree falling? That really, that, boy, that does, doesn't, does that's no fun. <laughs> nobody's nobody's having a good time when, when that happens. So um, so I, I want, but basically what I want to do by bringing up that story is to say, look, there's a definition involved there. And when we define that in some way, we get different answers to that question. And I think the same is true about music, and the same is true about creativity, and the same is true about art, that definitions actually matter. And until we're on the same page, we can't really say anything that we can understand between us. So my goal in bringing this up, and this is only part one, is to get us on the same page. Now, in... In further interest of getting us on the same page, I want to talk about existence, um, which sounds big, um, but after all, this is called something from nothing, and um, the idea is that we're bringing something into existence from a place where it did not exist, um, where I'm using the shorthand nothing, uh, but uh, we've got to put a little meat on those bones in order to make sense of it. So let me ask you a question about existence and if it's something is a unicorn something and and let me so the so so we're very very clear on this does a unicorn exist and just like the tree the sound of the tree in the forest we're going to have to take apart the the definition there Uh, in the case of we if we ask does it exist we have to kind of know what existence means And um, this is worth considering. You're going to have to bear with me. I know it seems a little bit crazy um, because for some people, I think, the test of whether a unicorn exists is whether I can go to the magical petting zoo uh, and pet a unicorn and see one in person and take a picture of it. Uh, And in that case, you'd probably come up with the answer that no, the unicorn doesn't exist. The unicorn is, is fictional. Fictional and existence now become a question because when I say the word unicorn, you know what I mean. And you created a mental image of a unicorn. And you know the one or two or three things that unicorns have, uh, properties that the unicorns have. They they look like a horse. Uh, they have a horn in the middle of their head. And they barf rainbows. I think that's is, those are the three things that go with, with a unicorn. Um, <laughs> and just the fact that you can come up with that, that we will come up with the same thing. You know, you and I will come up with the same thing about the unicorn. Um, that suggests to me that unicorns do, in some meaningful way, exist. It's only conceptual, but a concept, you know, concepts exist. Um, concepts are have meaning and and have a kind of reality, right? It's different from the physical reality. You can't go out behind the magical... Um, the magical amusement park and pet the uh, the unicorn, um, but you don't have to in order for it to exist. Um, it it kind of falls into that, you know, if there are no people, well, there are no unicorns, right? But as long as there are people and as long as we can imagine it, then there are unicorns. We know what they are. We can write a story about a unicorn. We can uh, make, uh, God help us, an animated cartoon about, or many of them about unicorns. You know, so that's, that's uh, all indicators that it actually does exist that the unicorn a unicorn in some sense does exist but what i my my point of course is to recognize that it turns on the uh, the definition of that word existence and as i mentioned before i want to i want to dig into what it means to create something which may or may not be something you can touch, uh, from nothing. And what is the nothing that you start with that it comes out of? These are the concepts that I that I feel like we need to be on the same page about in order to make some sense of it. <laughs> we've taken the fun out of brain teasers and we've taken the fun out of unicorns. Let's see if we can take some fun out of music. No, I'm actually hoping to put fun back into music and creativity, but we need to ask the question, um, what is music uh, and what is art? Um, and can art and music and creativity, can they fit into these categories You know where definitions are meaningful? You know, um, I'm going to stick to music for the moment, but is is the music the printed page with a score on it? Uh, and of course, you know my answer to that would be no. The the printed score is just the potential for music. It's the blueprint. the The building hasn't been built yet, but the blueprint exists. Um, but it's not the music. So let me. Then I have to ask this next question. Well, if somebody builds it, if somebody performs that is that the music, you know, is, is that the essence of the music? So I go to, um, I go to one concert hall and I hear one orchestra play Beethoven's fifth. Uh, and I go to a different concert hall and I play hear a different orchestra play Beethoven's fifth is, are, are those the music is that is, is one of those, the music or are both of those or the aggregation of those, the music? I'm not sure. It is music in one sense don't get me wrong but is it the music is it the idea behind Beethoven's fifth um, it's hard to say that it actually is and that kind of begs the question well okay if if it's not if the music is not the you know some sort of physical manifestation of this idea then what is the music and of course I I give it away. The music is the idea. The idea behind it is uh, is what the music is, and the same is true with any kind of created work. You know, even a painting. Though you can say that the painting, we would we would use the the uh, phrase, the painting is a work of art. You know. Physically, the painting itself is just an instance of the idea that the artist had, uh, and in most cases in painting, there's only one. But once that, you know, once artists became able to do prints, well, then it's the same idea printed multiple times. And though these are a little bit blurry lines, I, I hope you get the idea that the um, actual realization of it may not be the the creativity. You know, the creativity is something that lives outside of the physically created. The creativity and the art is in the concepts that inhabit what is seen or performed. And that's important to me because what if you write a whole bunch of music and nobody ever hears it? Does it exist? Did you in fact create something if you're the only person that knows it exists? So let's wrap up this introductory part by saying we're going to define something uh, in, as either something physical, something uh, conceptual, just anything. Anything that can be imagined or, or uh, uh, turned from imagination into physical, even if it doesn't get turned into the physical, that's going to be the something that we're talking about. And so the next question is, what is the nothing? What is the nothing from which that something comes The nothing is the potential. The nothing is this open potential in which anything can come into existence or or just something can come into existence. So when I say nothing, what I'm really talking about is that moment when you, as a creator, open yourself up to what may be out there. Uh, And that's, you know— I don't want it to sound too mystical because it's a very practical thing. When you sit down at your instrument whatever that may be and you strum a few chords or you plunk a few notes or you play whatever or you sing something whether it's you know in the car or at a in a while you're having lunch or whatever that moment where you have opened yourself up to something that didn't you know that that didn't exist something that is that that need never exists, something that might, the whole world might never know unless you open yourself up. That openness creates a potential. And that openness in which imagination can walk, that's the nothing. So you really need a good nothing. (laughs) This sounds silly. You really need a good nothing before you can have a good something. And... Again, I'm not you know, it's mysterious, but I don't want it to sound mystical because it's a very practical sense. You have to you have to be open. You have to be open to creativity. You have to be open to the ideas coming. You have to do things to sort of help them along. They don't always just appear, and sometimes they do just appear. You do have to things do things to help them along. You do ultimately have to do things to shape them, and that's important. Um, And I want to get into all of these things, but. The starting point is you have to have a good nothing. You have to have a good openness, a good space, a good sense of potential. And then you have to have whatever that spark may be. Whatever that spark may be is going to be critical uh, to taking this nothing and creating something. It's like a mini creative Big Bang is what it is. There's a whole bunch of nothingness and then all of a sudden poof, there's something. Thank you. i leave you with this. I believe that the vibrations in the air made by a tree falling in the woods is only a sound when those vibrations are converted to electrical signals that a brain can make sense of and say, ah, that's the sound of a tree falling in the woods. And in the same way the music doesn't exist on the paper, the music doesn't exist in any particular performance, the music exists when it reaches an ear and a brain that can make sense of it and say, ah, that's what that music is about. Similarly, in the same way that a unicorn only exists when you and I share the same idea of what a unicorn is— so, too, the music doesn't actually exist until it bridges the gap between two people. When what I have created is heard and understood as music. When what you have created is heard and understood as music. Because creativity isn't about what we do in our brains. It isn't about what we write on pages or things like that. It's about what we create that serves to build connections. And only when those connections are made... Is the music complete? And that's my hope for you, is that the music you make finds that audience and becomes complete. That is where we will leave it for this episode of Something from Nothing. A few definitions, a few clarifications, hopefully, nothing too terribly painful. (laughs) Um, There's a piece of music in there that is called From Harmony, and the story of that piece of music, I think, is interesting. It was commissioned, but never performed for a very specific reason. Um, So I've created a mini-documentary about that piece, which you can find over at patreon.com slash rickprescott. Also there, you can hear the full version of the noodling music that has been used, uh, interspersed here, uh, if you're interested in that um in addition to the patreon site though please visit me at lhpmusic.com there you will hear all sorts of samples of music that i have written in various styles and for various reasons i do think it's important um that you know where i come from and the best way to find out about that is to listen to the music that i have written and so we will continue this discussion another day i want to thank you for joining me i'm rick prescott and this is something from nothing